Happy New Year, Port St. Lucie. Welcome to PSL on the mic. This is our very first episode of the new year. Happy 2024, Mayor. Happy 2024. So the holidays have come and gone. I hope you had a great new year. We hope everyone enjoyed them, had a safe holidays with family and friends. We hope you were on Santa's nice list and got everything you wanted on your list. This podcast Mm -hmm. is actually pretty appropriate with that. This is about gifts, sort of grants in this way, which actually helped the city and ultimately our residents. And we're going to be talking about the grants that we applied and received, applied for and received last year. And then we will do this again next year. So this is, these are, grants are huge financial wins for us. And I want you to tell our listeners and our watchers, how much money did we actually receive last year in grants because it's it's kind of crazy it is we've received the most ever amount which is over 50 million dollars in grants wow yes incredible amount of money why are these why are grants so important they are so important because the money that we receive for the grants help offset the cost of all of our projects so it doesn't come out of taxpayer funds sounds wonderful to me Let's talk about the importance of grants this episode and how they help our residents and the city. How many did we apply for last year? I think we applied for over 64 grants last year, for sure. Uh, We try to apply for as many as we possibly can throughout Mm -hmm. the year. How many did we secure? Do Do we know that? Not, we don't probably didn't get all no. of those grants, but we secured $50 million worth, right. which, is, which is great. Right. Now, what is the, can any staff member apply for a grant? Do we have a team? What, what's the process? How do, how do we seek them out? So they're ongoing. Um, all the different agencies throughout the year um, send emails in and send information into the city about the different grants that are available, whether they are state grants, whether they are local grants or Mm -hmm. federal grants. Um, We have each department has people that work on grants uh, throughout the year. We also have a grants and advocacy team out of our city manager's office. I was going to say, which department? The city Mm -hmm. manager. Okay. And Kate Parmalee is in charge of that, and she's the one that kind of corrals everybody Mm -hmm. and corrals all the different departments uh, uh, with regard to the grants. Okay. And so... um, like I said, they're active and ongoing, and then all the grants have different criteria depending on whether it's an infrastructure grant, if it's an art in public places grant, if it's a Florida Inland Navigation grant mm-hmm. to address issues on our waterways, on our St. Lucie River. And so we look at our projects that we have. We look at the funding that's available. We look at all the criteria that has to be met in order to obtain, not only obtain, but also implement the grants as well. And uh, then they go and apply for them. Okay. It looks like from the list that I'm staring at right now, we have, they basically fit into our strategic goal, like our strategic plan really, really well. We have grants, I believe, for every goal that we've, we acquired last year. Sure. Um, Let's talk about some of these. Uh, For instance, um, goal one, safe, clean, and beautiful. What have we received? So we for have that? we got grants for our victim advocates um, in the police department. The victim oh, advocates great. are the people that go out and assist victims of crime mm-hmm. and help them with all the resources necessary um, in order to either be mental health counseling mm-hmm. or whatever is needed um, that they may have an issue with. 
uh, our victim advocates work with those people uh, to help them get through situations that are uh, crime related or, uh, for example, domestic abuse related, right. things like right. that. Um, we have uh, law enforcement grants that we get for technology, uh, for sometimes bulletproof vests or uh, equipment that is needed uh, for the police department. Mm -hmm. um, and so we work constantly to seek out those grants as well. And it looks like we got a lot of neighborhood grants yes. as well, for mm -hmm. over $4 million. Yes. Yep. And playgrounds, rental assistance. We have over $3.4 million for, um, to boost small businesses and things like that. Talk about that because small businesses in town are it, it's, it's our lifeblood. Um, they are. Uh, we have a grants program through our economic development director mm -hmm. here uh, to assist with small business for startups. We also provide grant funding to the uh, small business development group out of uh, IRSC mm -hmm. uh, in order to fund positions to help people learn about small business and how they can uh, create uh, small businesses and maintain and operate those small businesses as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we also provide a $50,000 grant to the chamber for something that something similar for a position to help people as well uh, learn about small business. And why that's so important is because a lot of times small business owners think, okay, I'm just going to start this business. Yeah. You know, kind of like willy-nilly, I can just do X, Y, and Z. But as we all know, there's a lot that goes into it, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to startup costs, especially when it uh, comes to being able to maintain the business and being financial, financially stable over time. Uh, so a lot of people need help in learning where in the city you can locate a business. And so all that, all that funding goes to help uh, either residents or business owners with navigating through all those channels and those processes. Awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. $28 million we received last year for things like water quality projects and road improvements. That's huge. It is huge. Uh, we partner with the state through our transportation planning organization with DOT uh, in order to get grant funding for all these projects. And there are all different work plans and all different types of funding I can go into acronym HAVEN like all day <laughs> and talk about the different types of TIP funding and TRIP funding and all that. And so um, it's important that our departments work together and mm -hmm. figure out where we can, uh, like I said, meet these criteria and what can be applied for. Having shovel-ready projects is something mm -hmm. that's very important because when the projects are there and the money does become available – then the agencies who are giving out those grants are more apt to give to the municipalities that have a project that's already waiting in the wings. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yes. Um, that's actually a great segue into asking you, how long does it normally take for the city of Port St. Lucie to receive this grant money? I know there are let, – let's talk about that first because then there's different kinds of grants that we can apply for as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's months to a year usually – um, the process opens up. The, the grant agency will send um, a cycle of mm -hmm. or a timeline of when the grants open and close. Like the deadlines. The deadlines, okay. yep. And so then you have to get the grants in by a certain date. And then there's a, a period where they review everything. Mm -hmm. So it usually takes a few months to a year. And then some of the grants, it depends. Some of them are matching where the municipality is required to match fund. Uh, all or a portion, uh, 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, you know, 50-50. Sometimes it's 75-25. So we also have to make sure that whatever we are applying for, if it is a match-funded grant, that we have the matching funds so that okay. if we do get the grant, we ha- we can make sure that the, it's implemented and utilized. That makes 100% sense to me. Um, are there other – it looks on here that we had – we got a grant for coronavirus state. We got money from for uh, COVID, it looks like. Yeah, so that was the ARPA funding, the American Rescue Plan Act. Okay. And we got uh, $24 million, and we have to oh, make wow. sure that it's uh, implemented. And we had to also, based on their criteria, figure out what we're going to use that funding for. Yeah, do, do, what will we use that for? If so it has to do with COVID um, sort of, part of it is for parks. Part of it was for... Um, Equipment and things necessary, resources for when the coronavirus, um, COVID-19 was going on and we were in the thick of it. Okay, okay. There's uh, water quality projects that it could be used for. Okay. So we have all different types of projects that we are meeting the criteria for that we can use it. Okay. And we're going to use it for. Let's, Let's recap. We know grants are very important. Ultimately, um, let's go over... How, just how important they are, but as a recap, it, it, with taxpayer dollars and everything. So if we did not receive the $50 million in grants mm-hmm. that we received. And that's the, lo- that's the largest amount ever. It's the largest amount ever. As long as I've been here for 13 years, mm-hmm. that's the largest amount of grants that we've received in one year. Either some of the majority of these projects probably would not be getting done. Yeah. Um, and some we probably wouldn't even think to be able to do because – Obviously, all the projects take, cost a lot of money. And mm-hmm. uh, take a roadway project, for example, with Port St. Lucie Boulevard South. Okay. So when you're talking that one segment alone is over twenty million dollars, the city just doesn't have twenty million dollars laying around at any given moment to say, "Oh yeah, let's do that project." So when the state provides that funding, then we can use other funds for other projects that we know that have to get done. So typically, when we have these giant road projects. Mm-hmm. We look for that state funding because of the costs factor involved. Um, Another project that was vitally important to get done was the drainage project in the Sandpiper neighborhood around our golf course. Right. And we had issues on our golf course, Mm -hmm. and we had issues in the neighborhood with with drainage as well. So that was a real win-win because it solved two problems, being able to... Uh, have the golf course be open more during the year, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be flooded. Yep. And also for the flooding that was occurring around the homes or on the golf course as well. So it served two purposes and we got a grant for that. Had we not got that grant, that project wouldn't be happening right now. We'd have to probably delay it much further out until we had the total funding amount for that, that and project. That, the golf course actually opened last month. Yes. So it's it, that project was completed, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, that's great that now we we can we have that open now because of a grant. Yes. Anything else? I'm trying to think. Um. So we're but we're basically con- we're continually actively applying for grants that we find Absolutely. all the time. All the time. It never ends. I think we have like 23 or 24 pending right now. As oh a matter wow! Of fact. Okay. So like I said, oh. it's ongoing process. Yeah. And as different ones open up, uh, we apply for them. And then the other thing is when the council members and I have the opportunity to go to, like, Florida League of Cities Mm -hmm. or National League of Cities Conference, that's also an opportunity to learn about new grants that are coming out 
because that's often talked about with some of the speakers. Hey, be on the lookout for this grant or this funding cycle from the federal government that's going to open up or the state, and then we can bring that information back to staff, and then we could pay attention to making sure that we're following through on those things. That's great that there's new grants. Do we do we sometimes apply for maybe the same grants all the time? Does that happen a lot, or do we just seek out new ones every um, year? No, if, if funding opportunities are available um, for for grants on a year-to-year basis, like for parks funding, okay. then absolutely we'll apply for them. Um, it's a matter of whether the state actually funds that program, mm-hmm. but it's always important to apply for them on a year-to-year basis, those those ones that are reoccurring. Okay. Because if the state does go and fund it, depending where you are on the priority list, you may get all or part of that funding. Okay, I see. Yeah. Mayor, thanks so much for joining us. I do want to mention that the Citizen Summit, mm-hmm. one of my most favorite events of the year, is coming up on February 3rd. And we, um, we're going to have a podcast in a couple weeks to talk a little bit more about the Citizen Summit with uh, Kate Parmalee and Sarah Prohaska. Uh, what are your thoughts on Citizen Summit and just how important it is for community engagement? I love the Citizen Summit. It's really the opportunity for the public to come out and talk to us about what they're looking for uh, in terms of city services going forward. It's an opportunity to see our projects in the works and Mm -hmm. what's happening and get their feedback on that. And then I also, most importantly, love the part where the kids Mm -hmm. get to have an opportunity to play with some play money and actually see where they would put their tax dollars and, and where they want us to spend other tax dollars because the kids, it's always great to teach the kids and educate them on how the, yep. our city government works. They're our future. Absolutely. Yeah, so. it's so much fun. There are tons of tables set up. We actually have uh, culinary students from Port St. Lucie High School. I believe it's Port St. Lucie High School come in and, and mm-hmm. cook some food. Um, and everything is based on our strategic plan. There's a roadmap. You get to decide where you want we have little little literal stickers that people mm-hmm. can put on a bunch of projects what they would like to see happen in the city. So that is again nine to noon Saturday, February third. It's coming up, mm-hmm. and we'll have information in the show notes for you, Mayor. Thank you for joining me for the very first episode of twenty twenty four. We're Thanks, excited Marie. to have you, and um, we'll talk to you guys again very soon. Yep. See you soon.